Welcome back to The Wealth of Wellbeing with Christy McCarley. Today we are talking about how to figure out what you want to do. And sometimes people say, figure out what I want to do with my life. And so today we're going to be talking about it more in a career sense because that is one of the things that puts a lot of pressure on us when we're younger. If I sound nasally, I am. It's mainly because of my hay fever, so just bear with. But so the one question that we always get asked is, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do after uni? What do you want to do after high school? What do you want to do after this job that you're not enjoying? Like it's consistently a question that people have of us and a question that we have of ourselves is, can I really see myself doing what I'm doing right now for the rest of my days? Can I realistically see something that I've studied translating into a job or can I see myself doing something else and so what I want to do is unpack what that looks like and and what to start thinking about you're waiting for the secret source from me as to what do you want to do with your career and I hate to break it to you but very few of us will know what we want to do with our careers it's not going to be that obvious like with everyone and with everything there is always some exceptions and there'll be people in your life who will know what their passion is or know what their purpose is for life earlier than the majority of us and reminder we are focused on you we're not focused on everyone else and what everybody else is doing so please stay in your lane And if you're anything like me, please do not be so fixated on where you should be at a certain point in your life or by a certain age. Just because you've left school doesn't mean that you should automatically know what you want to study or whether you even want to study at all. Just because you've been to uni does not mean that you know what you want to do with that degree. Or what job you want to do next. I have been one of those people who's consistently in search of what I'm meant to be doing with my life. But almost to the point of putting too much pressure on myself. To just know without really having a strategy of how I'm going to figure it out. Or without being in a rush to get somewhere. Please remember that you have time. Even if you sometimes feel like you don't. One of the biggest reminders that I've had a couple of years ago now was I was sitting next to one of my colleagues and when I started this job I was honestly about 30 years younger than everyone but doing the exact same work and this man turns to me and goes oh don't worry Christy you've only got about 40 more years of this left to go. Number one, what the heck, that's a lot of years still to go in the workforce and to be fair that job was really tough on me so the prospect of 40 more years of that I was not interested in but also it definitely reminded me like I said we have so much time okay or at least you know if we're lucky enough to be blessed with that amount of time we're going to have a lot of time okay and so don't feel like you've got to make one decision And then stick with that for the entirety of your life. Every decade you could choose to do something different if you really wanted to. 
It's you are the driver of your own career bus, let's call it. And, or if you want it to be a career car, like a little sports car, I don't care. Just pick whatever vehicle you want and you're the driver of it. And you can stop wherever you want. So it's really up to you to determine what you're interested in and and what is going to make sense for you and the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. And don't be afraid that making one decision means that you can't change your mind later on because you absolutely can. So my advice today is threefold. Number one, we're going to focus on what are your interests or your passions at this stage. Now, this is one of the ones that you're going to reassess pretty consistently because that could change as you age. The second one is what do you believe are your strengths or your skills? And play to those to an extent. And then three, what type of lifestyle do you envision for yourself? Okay, so we're going to start off with number one, so starting with interests or the things that you're passionate about. What makes you happy? Do you believe that you would like to combine your interests with your career? For some, your cup gets filled just by the art of incorporating your interests and your passions into your lifestyle, but it's not your job. So by that I mean, I love going to the gym, okay? And I love learning more about nutrition and health. Now, have I considered incorporating that into my future job prospects? The answer would be yes. Have I embarked on that as of yet? No, because my cup is getting filled by the art of doing things outside of my job. So by going to the gym in the morning, by doing my own research, by trying to heal my own gut. So all of these things are keeping me interested in the fields of interest and the things that I'm passionate about. And same with this podcast, having this allows me to see what benefit or help I am providing to some of you which makes me really happy and so I guess some of those things help me get to a place where my passions my interests aren't necessarily my day-to-day job but they are still involved in my life and so that's up to you to decide whether you'd like to incorporate that into your job or whether you'd like it to be separate And there's some factors at play there. So in terms of if I wanted to become a personal trainer. Now for me, I don't know a lot about the personal training field, but I know it's, you know, there's X amount of thousand that I have to invest in into myself, which I'm happy to do to train up and to become a personal trainer. And then I have to think about now, when would I fit that into my current routine based on the fact that I work full time that I wouldn't want to give that up until I've got a decent client base. So how is that going to work for me? And so it's a lot of thinking that goes behind this. And it's not to say that you can't do it, but it's just to say really assess the options that you're looking into and decide whether it's right for you at this point in your life. And so for right now, that doesn't make sense for me to do. But later on, it absolutely might. 
Now, the second one is talking about your strengths and your skills, aka what are you best at? Are you great at motivating others? Are you a financial whiz? Are you a people person? To determine how you want to live your life, you want to do a combination of things that you're good at or great at, but you don't want it to mean that you know it all because then your life would be rather dull. So we need to make sure that you play to your strengths. So I had a performance review the other day with work and one of the common themes coming up for me was my ability to build really strong relationships with my client base. Now I love to hear that because in prior jobs as well I've heard that and so I know that that is one of my strengths is just my ability to chat to people to build a relationship to get them to trust me and to know that the projects and anything that they need me to get done will get done and to a high quality and also that I'm fun to be around. I got this comment from one of my customers saying that I bring this nice balance between being firm but fair and I loved that because this one particular customer she asks a lot of us and I know that that's not always possible and so I have to really craft my communication and my conversations with her to say you know we can do this part but you need to understand this part is going to be difficult because of x y and z and she's complimented me on that ability to negotiate with her so really cool to hear and so me knowing that relationship building is one of my skills what career avenues require you to be really good at building relationships so that's all the customer focused ones so it could be You know, I've been asked to join the sales department before. And so I can see where they're coming from because if I could build good relationships, then I'd be able to sell more. Project management is definitely in that arena as well. Even what I'm talking about in terms of personal training and nutritionist and things like that, you'd still have client bases. So that's definitely still playing to my strengths. And you will have other strengths as well. So just basically list those out. I did this as part of when I met with my career advisor, which I discussed with you guys. And she went through this whole exercise of me listing out my skills and kind of walking her through what that looked like. And it was really, really beneficial for me to understand myself more and where I need to improve, but where I'm really strong. And that can help you figure out what career avenues are actually up your alley. But like I said, you don't have to be great at everything to be in that career. So you might need to technically upskill. So when I moved into technology, did I actually understand tech? Yes and no. And that's every job I've moved to. It's been a different technology set. Do I understand them going into it? Hell no. Does it matter? Not for me, no. So if you're in a technical role, yes, it would matter. Me being in a business-facing role, I can learn that on the job and they know that. So I just have to focus on my strengths in my project management. So that's something to think about as well. And then the third bit is talking about what type of lifestyle do you envision for yourself? So when I was thinking about what type of job I wanted for myself going um, to uni and then after uni as well, 
my family loved to remind me that whilst I wanted to get into a more technical focused role, that I was a people person. And this links back to the relationship building bit. And I actually wouldn't like sitting behind a desk all day. It's quite funny that we say that now because a lot of us sit behind our desks all day because of remote working. That I wouldn't like working independently, at least all the time. And that's quite an old-fashioned view of development now, obviously. But you understand the sentiment. You need to think about how you want your mornings to be. The workday itself, your evenings, your weekends, how do you want to spend your time? What are your priorities? And I was asked to think about the best version of my day by one of my mentors from my very first job. And when he asked me this, I was like, I don't understand what he means. Like, you know, you just get up and then you go to work and then you finish work and you watch some TV and you go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like, of course, my life is going to be different later. But the fact that I hadn't thought about it and the fact that I didn't really know what I wanted at the time is quite telling of my mindset. So at that point, I wasn't exercising in the morning. At that point, I didn't have my own house. I didn't like my job and so I felt like that was taking up most of my days and so I didn't have time for things that I wanted to do the podcast wasn't even remotely a topic in my mind and what he was kind of saying to me obviously is be a bit of a dreamer figure out what you want your life to look like and then make steps towards building that for yourself so if you want to get up every morning And you want to, in your long-term future, you want to go for a walk with your partner and your dog. Okay, I really, frankly, that sounds delightful. I need to start then going for a walk every morning, irrespective of the fact that I do not yet have a dog or a partner. So what we're saying here is slowly but surely building the life that you want, irrespective of your current circumstances. So your priorities and what you want in your future state may change over time. But what I'm saying here is make sure that the jobs you select or the career paths that you select for yourself align with the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. So for me, when I was selecting my latest and greatest job, my priority was them being flexible with me and my personal time. And so that meant I don't have to start work early in the mornings. Occasionally, sure, but otherwise, no. So then I can prioritize my exercise and my morning routine. The other one is remote working. So I wanted to be able to work remotely because it saves a lot of time and energy and money as well, not having to commute in every day. I think one of the other things that was amazing here was Every bit of overtime that I worked was accounted for. And that was huge for me because I'd come from a culture where overtime was expected of me. And I wanted to therefore work for a company that didn't encourage overtime. And also that I was compensated for any overtime that I did, which is exactly what I now have. 
And I love the fact that I can still have a life even though I have a full-time job. So think about the things that are important to you. So for me, my personal time, my family, exercise, my volunteering now, and make sure that your job is allowing you to do that. The last bit that I'm going to say is honestly just start somewhere. Sometimes we realize that what we want to do is actually through doing something that we figure out that we dislike, that trial and error mentality. If we've never done something before, we don't know if we'd enjoy it or not. So making a decision to start something rather than waiting for yourself to figure it out is ultimately going to help you with finding out what your purpose is. It is never a waste of time if you've learned something from your experiences, and we talk about this often. Our job may be a significant chunk of our lives, but what makes it least daunting is definitely doing something that you enjoy and your attitude and your mindset towards it. If you're going to dread work and the weekdays, then that's going to be a really sad existence. But if you realize that it is never too late to change tack and try something new, then you have the ability to change your circumstances. More often than not, you know what you want to do and what will make you happy. You just need to start pondering and dreaming about the life that you want for yourself. And like I said, just start somewhere. It's never a misstep. It's just going to get you closer to where you want to be. Thank you for listening, and I will talk to you again next time. Bye.